The Profane Argument is a podcast for secularists, freethinkers, agnostics, and atheists. We discuss topics that we think are relevant to non-believers. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 17th episode of the Profane Argument Podcast. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. And we're pretty much going to pick up where we left off last week. We were talking about the RNC, but uh, we were only, what, a day and a half into it? And there were a couple couple things that I think are worth going back and looking at from the, from the RNC. There was one thing, I don't know if you guys have... You, did you guys happen to see the... John Oliver uh, last week. It was Tonight Show. Amazing. Yeah. That that stuff with Newt Gingrich at towards the end, <laughs> where he 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 brought belief to a fact fight or something. I didn't even swear <laughs> it. <laughs> the the idea behind the whole RNC, as summed up by John Oliver, was that Trump and his supporters are all about bringing the beliefs. The number of people that he showed talking about how the American people feel this, or they feel that, you know, they don't feel safe, and they feel that the economy is tanking, and and the fact that any time anybody would present the facts to counter this, they were just like, ah, that doesn't matter, because, you know, this is what the people feel. <laughs> I go by what the people feel, not what the stats say. <laughs> right. That's basically right. what he said. But the reason that they feel that way is because you tell them to feel that way. Well, I don't even honestly believe that Newt Gingrich feels that way. He can, He's not an idiot. No. He, could, he believes stats, but he knows that spouting off the stats won't help him. Right. He knows that spouting off the stats is not going to get a Republican into office. Yeah. He knows the mouth breathers in the audience will believe it. <laughs> yeah. But when you have Trump giving a speech saying how the economy is tanking and the Muslims are coming to kill us and <laughs> the Mexicans are taking our jobs, and then you have Gingrich afterwards saying the people are scared. They feel this way. And well, you just told them to feel that way. And apparently that's where their facts come from. And yeah. Very well done. If you, if anybody gets a chance to, to watch the last week tonight, it really summed it up well. Did anybody see Ivanka's speech, though? The uh, His oldest daughter? I, I saw not. parts of it. That was about it. Is that the plagiarized one? No, no that was, no, that was, that was, was the wife. wife. That was yeah, Millennium we, Falcon. We, I mean, Melania. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Melania's, yeah, was, was plagiarized. We talked about that a yeah. little bit last week. Right. But Ivanka's speech, I found interesting. So... It was good. Oh, yeah. It was a, a good speech. It was well-written. What I I found really interesting and why I wanted to bring it up, she would be reading the teleprompter, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> she would give these little laughs in between sentences that had nothing funny in them. <laughs> I swear she was high. I really think she had been smoking because she came in and was just... <laughs> maybe, some, like, maybe someone, whoever was prepping her said... Uh, you know, smile and laugh a bit to to uh, be seem more relatable. And she didn't really understand how to apply that to her speech, so she just stuck it wherever <laughs> there was a breath. Or she was giggling because she couldn't believe that they've gotten this this far, right? With this bullshit, uh, yeah. and she's like, yeah. "I can't believe they're going to actually let us do this. They're actually going to let us be present. They're they're going to vote for us and everything." I mean, it was a total sham from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> she can't contain. We're going to be the next Kennedys. <laughs> Well, it's weird because I mean, she and her brothers—they're the ones that would actually be doing things in, in the 
in the, in the how can I even say it? The Trump presidency. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Now I don't know if this is actually confirmed, but and I don't know where I heard this. It was either it was on some news program that they originally had offered the vice presidentship to John Kasich, correct, and said to him, "You would be in charge of foreign and domestic affairs, which is what the right. president does." That's and everything. We, yeah. yeah, and Kasich <laughs> said, "Well, what is Donald Trump going to be in charge of?" And the answer was making America great again. <laughs> so, yes. and of course, he flatly turned them down. Good, for, and uh, I, props to John Kasich for yeah, wow. not showing up, not endorsing in his own state. But <laughs> is that you think that's Trump's plan with Pence? Like Pence is just going to do everything, and he's just going to sit back and show up for events, and you know, occasionally step in and be like, "Nah, like he's going to be the first person to actually be open about the I'm just going to be the figurehead, and I'm going to let everybody else do everything." Well, I'm sure he'll take credit <laughs> for everything, right. but like, it's clear he doesn't know what he's talking about half the time. No. I mean, really, I'm not even making that up. Like, he just doesn't know. Ugh. Oh, no, absolutely not. Well, I think he's going to spend his time redecorating the White House. <laughs> I mean, it's listen, it, the way that he's been handling the press and kicking certain people out of events and shit like that that say unfavorable things about him. And they asked him, like, is this how it's going to be if you become president? And he was like, absolutely, yes. Yeah. I, I will call you and tell you you're not allowed to put things on the air. Ooh, that That's not doable. <laughs> you, one thing about Ivanka's speech that I thought was interesting was she was kind of moderate in her actual speech. She wasn't real moderate, but she was way left of the rhetoric of the Republican Party. Well, shit, and, well, Trump said he was, was just gonna... talking about daddy, so... Yeah, and but Trump came out and, like, within, like, the first five minutes said he was going to protect LGBTQ people in America from radical religious people. He right. did. Which I... And that did not get a gigantic applause. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it got a smattering of applause. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and right after he said it, he said, you know, it really makes me warm hearted that nobody booed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it feels good to be a Republican and not be booed because of what I just said. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> really? That's, that's your standard. <laughs> but I, but I, I forget where it was, but somebody was commenting, though, that LGBTQ did not exactly roll off his tongue. No. He was he, like, no. LGBTQ. TQ? Yeah. There's a well, lot of letters, Q- and I still don't know what the Q stands for. Come on! <laughs> well, the Q seems to have been just added recently in the past few weeks, right? No, the, the, no, that's been years. I, I have not been hearing... I've only heard LBGT for the past couple years, and the Q in the past couple weeks. So, I, I doubt I he ever heard it. <laughs> Probably not. I work on a college campus, so they're oh, way Oh, yeah, you're right. definitely hearing yeah, it more now, than that. Now, yeah. Karen is right. The Q has been around for a long time, but like Trump, I genuinely don't understand it, so I just pretend like it's not there. It's questioning or queer. How's that different than gay? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me why. I just know that's what that's it is. That's all I need to know. I know what it stands for. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, I can read an acronym. <laughs> I'm mostly literate. The problem is there's not one term term that covers everybody, so they want to try and cover everybody. And really, right? I guess I just LGBT don't know. LGBT is good. I thought I think. so. I mean, I, I just personally don't know what isn't being covered by those that is being covered by queer, or even what you know queer means, or how they repurposed queer. I thought we weren't I allowed to say that. Facebook has 36 genders you can pick from now. Right. So wow. just the fact that the Q to me just seemed to have gotten added on, even though it's been around for a while, they, I guess they're just going to keep adding things on until everybody's represented. So it'll be the whole fucking alphabet. <laughs> okay. How about if we just go with H for human and just leave it at that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, we know LGBTQ or LGBT. We we understand who that in, in, entails. <laughs> Do we really yeah. have to add more onto it? 
But if it makes them happy, whatever. I don't care. It'll be everybody but straight people. Yeah. <laughs> sure. No, no, <laughs> well, no eventually it'll be, it'll be LGBTQS for the straight people at the end. <laughs> no, straight people can't be added into that mix. Seriously. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're allowed to go into whatever <laughs> bathroom we want to. <laughs> straight sex is boring. No one, no one needs a label for that. <laughs> White male straight men, not not represented. <laughs> That's damned for sure. <laughs> you don't need any help. Sorry. So you asked if you think Trump is doing this intentionally. I wouldn't have any reason to think he's not. Like mm. the president has already been set, right? W was the figurehead. He didn't make any decisions. It was all Cheney. Right. We pretty much know that. And given how he acts in public now, <laughs> it, it's almost guaranteed he wasn't making any decisions, right? I mean, unless he's got early onset dementia or something. Yeah, he's, nope. He's got he's got no... Not, none, none of the things that happened during his presidency are weighing on him at all. He is, no, he right. is loose and free. <laughs> oh, he definitely is. We saw him. He just has a solid case of the stupids. <laughs> or he's pickled himself. I mean, he has an alcohol problem, supposedly. Sure. But being that, you know, there was already a presidential figurehead and Cheney pretty much was in charge. I mean, yeah. you know, they put Rumsfeld in charge of part of it and W wasn't. We pretty much know that to be a fact. They just gave him speeches to read off that he read really poorly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His his speech. It, the weird part was that um, when he, the, the memorial service, his speech was actually coherent. So he pulled it together long enough to give a short speech. It's just odd. But the dancing was yeah. Definitely I don't think he understood what the event was. Yeah, I if, you know that it was supposed to be like you know Irish, something somber. They? No, they're German. But, they're Nazis. The fuck. Oh, right, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I mean, maybe he thought it was awake. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I thought, too. And then I remember, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Germans celebrate the same way. Uh, have you met any Germans? I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> they don't celebrate nothing. <laughs> so one more thing about Trump, uh, more related to secularism, directly related to secularism. So I just saw this today. I, did, I, I actually watched the speech. His speech at the RNC, but apparently I missed this, and I don't. I, I zoned out. I'm assuming, but the one thing that he apparently said was he he pledges to roll back American secularism. Now I don't know how he, I would have missed him saying that, mm-hmm. but there was something apparently about the the law, the Johnson Amendment, which is the law that prevents tax exempt organizations, churches from endorsing candidates or becoming involved in politics. Right. So he said that that law prevented evangelicals from speaking their mind and uh, from their own pulpits. Yes, it does. He he wants to roll back that amendment so that they get tax exemption and they're able to uh, direct people in politics. And his reasons why are that evangelical Christians have much to contribute to his campaign and said that they were a big reason why he won the party's nomination. So so he's after that evangelical money and he yeah. needs to figure out a way to get it legally. Well, he did have, uh, you know, Falwell on, right? Oh, so, God. Yeah. I didn't know there was a junior. Yeah. Until I saw him. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. We're not done with this guy. Sort of. <laughs> so he learned quite a bit about how to uh, pick the pockets of your everyday Christian and but how does it, I mean, do you, I have a feeling that that might just be lip service to get votes because he couldn't turn that over until he became president anyway. He couldn't even turn it when he, he well, can't yeah. turn it over anyway. Well, he, I mean, he could try and do whatever, you know, whatever things he has to do, but hmm. like he can't do it now. So he gets all the the money 
or the, I guess there's votes, really. He's not going to get any money. And then when he gets in there, because I don't honestly, because we, uh, well, listen, I don't think any of you believe that Trump is a religious man, do you? No. Oh, God, yeah, no. It's all bullshit. No. I mean, and yeah. he and he loves to talk about how religious he is. He In that 60-minute interview, they're like, how would people characterize? He's like, religious. She's like, really? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I think so, religious. <laughs> oh. And then once he get, if he gets into office, and I'm telling you right now, based on what happened this week, Donald Trump is going to be our president. I hate to say no. it. No. Yes. No. Sorry. <laughs> get used to saying it, because it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. We'll get to the DNC in a minute. Yeah. One uh, last question. So yeah, wait, before I finish, though, but uh, I have a feeling that Trump is not a big fan of religious people. He's a f- fan of their votes right now. Oh, their money. Yeah. Well, they can't give oh, him money, though. Right. Well, but they give money to his PACs, and the PACs pay for right. things. Yes, any like religious person Mar-a-Lago. could donate themselves. Yeah. But I feel if he got into the office, that he would not work on that. That he's that religious people scare him just as much as they scare us. Mm. It's possible. That, that, yeah, that that's probable. Yeah. yeah. Do you honestly think he goes to church every Sunday and prays to God? No, not enough <laughs> for a fucking second. No, there's no freaking way. Do you think he made Melania go on a thirty day prayer? asking God if he should run for president? No. <laughs> no. no. No, God came to her at the Maxim photo shoot and said, <laughs> and said here's part of Michelle's speech and uh, think about <laughs> your husband. Yeah. I'm going to give you an answer in a month. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one final question about Trump, at least I think it's going to be a final question. So I don't remember who asked this originally, but I thought it was very interesting. What, what do you think would have happened if eight years ago... I love this question. I know Senator, where you go. <laughs> Senator Obama at the uh, at the Democratic convention right. had brought all of the children from three separate wives and had them speak for him. Yeah, it was at five, the five children with three different women is what they said, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, the baby mama jokes would have been all over the place. But do you right. think they would have used mm-hmm. that against him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but with Trump, it's okay. Well, he's rich. Well, yeah. yeah. He's white. <laughs> well, he's orange, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's complete double standard. No, that that would have been completely. He would have been the example of you know the breakdown of the Black American family. Right. Yeah, the epitome of it. Yeah. But if you're rich, then you can have as many wives as you like, just not all at once. Yeah. How many wives has yeah. uh, Newt Gingrich had? <laughs> didn't he five? Yeah. Didn't he like end up marrying the nurse who took care of his dying wife? Or some he was having like an the- a- yeah, he was having an affair with somebody while his wife was dying of cancer. Yeah. Boy, they get a lot of passes, man. Oh, yeah. And this well, is what, and they, I hate to say it, this is why there's going to be a President Trump. I'll explain. Because they believe he's a good man. No, don't I don't. Know. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> I believe they, they have the ability to go, I hate that other person so much that I will vote for this fucking asshole. Sort of. Yeah. And not, not counting the people who really do believe it because they're even scarier. And I think on the other end, liberals are like, I'm just abstaining. I'm not voting at all now. <laughs> yeah, I think there's going to be way too much of that. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Or going for the Green Party or the um, Libertarians. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Gary Johnson. Well, you just wasted a vote. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's not. A, he does not seem to be a bright man. No. No. I like some of his platforms, certainly not sure. all of it. But, yeah, watching him speak in a couple of different places, he's he doesn't do well on the fly. He mm-hmm. doesn't give me the uh, sense that he knows what's really going on. He did say if he gets nominated or he gets uh, into the presidency, he will abstain from smoking weed for four years. So that's a plus, I guess. Well, apparently he did stop. He stopped like a couple months ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. To to uh, to when he started the rep- uh, nomination. Yeah, yeah. The campaigning. So let's get into the DNC. So even before the DNC started, 
Kaboom. It was off to a just an amazing beginning. So at the beginning of the DNC, we were hit with, I don't know what all the facts are. We know that there was an email leak. I guess it's suspected that the email leak was, or the hack came from Russians. Yep. But that's just suspected. But in any case, the emails were put up on WikiLeaks, and there's a, there's a lot in there. There's a, a lot about how the DNC was basically derailing Bernie's campaign, doing everything that they could to stop it, and it caused Debbie Wasserman Schultz to step down from the DNC mm-hmm. to the chairperson of the DNC. And she was, was, she, was she was the first speaker, right? Yeah, mm. she was supposed to open it. She was so, supposed to open it, but yeah, what you're talking about, though, did not happen on the main convention floor. Oh, I thought she was booed off the stage at the at the convention. No, no, she was no. speaking at some kind of breakfast or something like that. Okay. The day of, which was stupid. Hard. Why would you think that anybody would want to listen to what you had to say after that? Yeah. Right. And watch, did you did you see any of that? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, it is painful to watch. Mm-hmm. Just painful. Because she's like, they're all screaming and booing at her. And she's like, okay, calm down, calm down. Let's get to the, well, I'm going to tell you what I got to say. And they just would not shut up. And then she just walked off. And I'm like. Why would you have even shown your face? You're yeah. fucked. Just go away. Yeah. Well, she was walking up on the main stage the, the night before. CNN showed her walking around on the stage. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? What, what are you doing there? Get off the stage. Are you out of your freaking mind? Oh, if I was Hillary Clinton, I'd be like, I'm sorry, honey, but <laughs> you're like cancer now. you got to go. Well, that's, that's a problem, though, because um, she actually gave her an honorary chair and chairmanship or something in her campaign. She doesn't do any work. She doesn't get paid for it. But she has an honorary position in um, Hillary's campaign. Not anymore, I bet. <laughs> oh, no. That was given no, to her was... after she st- stepped down. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, what a bonehead move. No, yeah. it, was, it was so she would get out of the way and she could save a little face. So Hillary made a fake position for her for all the hard work that she did. So she doesn't go blabbing about all the illegal stuff that she did. Mm. Well, as far as we know, Hillary was not involved in any of this, right? Yeah. No. I'm sure. As of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far as we know, that is true. Yeah. Again. I mean, she was email. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not just email. I'm like, why is anybody putting anything in email these days? That You, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, <laughs> you got to be fucking crazy. Yeah. Snapchat it, for Christ's sake. What are you doing? I just meet in a room and talk with no microphones. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, I, they were sending emails about calling Bernie, saying he was an atheist or something yeah. like that, and using it against him. And they called something about the Latino vote, vote the Taco Bell vote. Oh, or I some, missed that I mean, one. just some awful shit that, man, I mean, Christ, North Korea hacked into fucking <laughs> Such a bad idea. Yeah, don't leave a, if you're going to do stuff like that, try to stop leaving permanent records of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if and you're the head of the chair, you shouldn't be involved with email shit with that. I don't right. know if she was on any of these particular emails. Oh, no, she was. Out. Yeah, she was on one that was specifically. They were talking about Bernie, and she said, "Don't worry, he won't be president," or something oh, to that right, effect. Right, uh, right. Just enough to bury her. Yeah, you know, and and just enough to make Donald Trump president, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, she certainly set the tone for the organization and made it clear to the organization that Bernie was not to receive the same services that Hillary did from the right. DNC at a minimum. But it, you you touched on it. I did love the fact that one of the ways that they were discrediting him was calling mm. him an atheist. Yeah, because well, we all know who who hates everybody the most. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. 
Back when we thought he was a Jew, that was fine. <laughs> yeah. But now that he's an atheist, that monster. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he even gave the classic humanist answer about, you know, I don't remember exactly how it goes, but, you know, God is in all of us and, and we are a part of the human condition and we all affect each other. He gave that answer when somebody asked him about, did he believe in God? So we already know he's, a, at, at minimum, a humanist. Which is pretty much atheist. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not going to help it? us win Trump's president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're scaring me. <laughs> well, what do you guys think? Do you think that this is going to? Ha- I mean, you can't imagine that this is going to help anybody. No. It's not going to help Hillary. Do you, do you? So you don't. But you guys are still convinced Hillary's going to win. Uh, I wouldn't convinced. say I'm convinced. No. I'm just I, hopeful. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm not saying I'm not hopeful, but I'm also a realist, and I'm just like, that's it. It's over. It's, <laughs> d- this is done. <laughs> Do you think that's how the American people feel? <laughs> I feel that the people who <laughs> probably could have been swung over to Hillary, those, you know, Bernie or Bus people, are never going to go for Hillary now, ever, even right. though she didn't have anything to do with it. And on fact that the DNC didn't break any laws, they're really allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they're a private organization. Right. Well, I don't think they're allowed by the, you know, their own bylaws to undermine one of their candidates, though. Right, but... You, there's no legal action that can be taken. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same reason that they could have, I mean, the, the RNC could have easily just been like, no, we don't want Trump, even though everybody voted for him. We don't want him. They, but they would have had to have changed their own laws before the convention, which they could have done. But yeah, yeah they, they were too scared to do it. So probably rightfully so. So before we get into why I think things are a little bit better than you think, Jared. Yeah. Uh, Please try and convince me because I'm telling I've been telling everybody all week. I'm like, you ready for President Trump? I hate him, too. But he's before we get into that, I want to get into the conspiracy theory behind this email mm. hack. So it's too good to just blow off the, the evidence for the Russian that, that it was a Russian hack that got these emails is it's something along the line that the code that was written in this hack, this, so they they apparently got their hands on some of the code that was used to hack and get the emails, and the code that was written is very similar to code that was previously used by a Russian hacking organization to do a, a similar attack. Also, apparently, they can see at the time of day that the code was written, and that every piece of the code was written during daylight hours in Moscow. When it was daylight in Moscow, that's when this code was written. So that's that, that's basically the level of evidence that we're looking at, right? <laughs> there's no there's no direct link, but it seems likely that it was a Russian hack. Now, the organization responsible for the previous hacks have been associated with Putin, so. The conspiracy theory is that Putin has weaponized WikiLeaks to influence the election of the American president. And from his point of view, I think it kind of makes sense. I mean, he would like it if the United States would not butt their noses, and NATO for that matter, would not butt their noses into his territorial expansion. (laughs) And Trump did say he admires him. So let's continue down this rabbit hole a little bit. Okay. Mm. So there's another article that I'll link on the webpage. That explains how Trump has financial links to Russian oligarchs. Oh yeah, I heard this. Who's, it was who said that though? It was uh, Will uh, George Will, I think it yeah, is. That's right. Yeah. This was actually said on Fox News mm-hmm. when they were interviewing him. He basically said that yeah, Trump has financial links to the Russian, the high up Russian rich, including Putin. So here's the conspiracy theory. Trump contacted his friends in Russia who hired the government hacking service to hack into Hillary's 
email, not Hillary's, but the DNC's email, to expose the corruption against Bernie Sanders in order to discredit Clinton so that he can win the election. It's a little far-fetched. I thought about it, yeah. I I, summed it up very quickly, I know. It's a lot to process. I think it seems plausible. (laughs) Well, anything's plausible. I got Ian. Yeah. Plausible. Here's the part that I don't buy, that Trump did it. I believe that his son, Thurston Von Douchebag Trump, (laughs) is probably the one who made the phone call. Well, he's he's Trump, too. Right, sure. The thing is, I don't think a phone call is even necessary, though. I I think that Putin on his own could think this up. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That I have no doubt. Right, he would much rather have... Trump in charge. Right, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm with Karen. I, I don't think that anybody in the Trump camp was was behind this. I mean, more so than, you know, there is a, you know, rich guy alliance between Trump and mm-hmm. Putin. And Putin's like, yeah, I want that guy. Exactly. We turn it around and make it so the story is that Trump is the one in charge, but Putin is the one in charge. Yeah. And it's Putin's, much more plausible. Yeah, he's yeah. way mm-hmm. running the show. And that, that guy... All his all his roots are as Russian super spy. Oh, oh yeah, Putin. absolutely. Yeah, Putin. Mm-hmm. Putin is so, the king of international espionage. Well, he was yeah, head of the KGB. Don't ever share a dinner with him. <laughs> <laughs> he was head of the KGB for years, wasn't he? Right. Back well, in the day. Well, not just not just head. He, I mean, he grew up in it. Mm. Yeah. Who was the first president? It was it. I think it was Bush Senior. At one point, was in Moscow. There's a picture of him entering. Like to to talk with uh, whoever was was president at the time. And Gorbachev, uh, one of them. Yeah, I think it was Gorbachev. I think it was Bush Bush Senior. It was a ways back. And one <laughs> of the people, one of the reporters taking pictures was Putin. I saw that picture. <laughs> yeah, a young Putin. <laughs> yeah. So there's. I mean, he was KGB at the time. Yeah. Wow. He's <laughs> he's like Russians. He's like Russia's original like cigarette smoking man. Yes. <laughs> Moved into yeah. the spotlight. I mean, it's weird. It, he's, he's a charismatic, powerful, you know, type A personality. And there's a lot of people that will vote vote for him just because he is that. I think that Trump thinks that he's that as well. And yeah. <laughs> but Trump is. Sh- right. He's, <sighs> a, he's a showman. That's for sure. He's yeah. a showman. He's a, he's a carnival I, barker. I yeah. fucking hate the type A personality even saying that. Mm-hmm. Because one, people who claim to have type A personalities like love that it's type a oh i got a type a personality that's why i do that and for no. me the a always stands for asshole yeah like it's used used car salesman and <laughs> it just seems like if you were successful in anything oh you must be type a and then sometimes it goes to your head and you're like well i am type a you know you know like us let's type a's you, you're like a type b like go fuck yourself <laughs> type a you're a fucking asshole that's what you are <laughs> yeah you're obnoxious and brash and you don't shut up when people tell you to yeah and it's pretty much how i feel about trump and putin <laughs> yep Fair enough. All right. I just, I had to bring that up. I thought that whole conspiracy theory thing was very interesting. And the idea that there could be <laughs> the oligarchs in charge of America that aren't Americans. That, that's just amazing. Um, so let's <laughs> move on into the DNC and look at some of the speeches and why there may still be a glimmer of a non-Trump presidency. Please convince me. So first, this this is not that convincing, but I wanted to try and do them in order. So the Sarah Silverman speech, it, it, her speech was not anything fantastic. It was good. She short. Uh, she she was yeah, it was very short. She was up there with uh, Al Franken. They did a little bit bit of back and forth. It was amusing. But then, as they were stalling for time for uh, Paul Simon to come out and sing, she leaned over and said, "Oh, and 
just for you Bernie or Bust people, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> and she just called them out on it. So well, to be fair, like as they were stalling and riffing there, they started shouting something about Bernie. Yeah, and it was going right. on and on. And then just painfully, Al Franken like starts going, Hillary, H- yeah. Hillary, Hill, like trying to get them to change it. And it was so pathetic and so painful to watch. And then she said that. Right. Which I don't think really helped things. No, <laughs> no. probably not. No. But, I mean, even through this point, the, the Bernie people were just, anytime Hillary was mentioned, by, especially Sarah Silverman, who was a pro-Bernie person for months now, Mm. She mentioned voting for Hillary. They immediately were booing. They were they wouldn't stop chanting, and that continued quite a bit through the night, which didn't give me a whole lot of hope because what a stupid position to take that if if Bernie isn't going to be the nominee, that I'm just not going to vote, or that I'm going to vote for Trump, or it's it's really we'll get into why that's just stupid. Oh, it's childish. In a minute. But yeah, oh, it's it completely is. childish. Yeah. Well, I, what had to happen happened. Bernie and Hillary got together and they talked about policies and they talked about issues and they made changes to the DNC platform in his direction. He got things changed. Yeah. All the changes were in he, his direction. Yeah. Because but, he was cooperative and he worked with them and he said that oh, I will do whatever I can to bring my people along if you give someone these issues. But you're dealing with whiny millennials. True. Uh, yeah. Who don't under who don't understand the word compromise? Mm-hmm. Who don't you know? Who can't bite the like? I really think what someone should have done, and probably could have been Sarah Silverman, is come out and go look. I was a Bernie supporter. I am still a Bernie supporter, but I am voting for Hillary Clinton because I don't want Donald Trump to be president, and I don't think any of you want that to happen either. So fuck it, just vote for Hillary and be done with it. And so, <laughs> like someone just be honest instead of try to like. No, Hillary's good. She's great. You know, and it's just like they're not going to buy that. So be honest with them. Right. But that'll never happen because you can't go up there and tell, say you're like, look, I didn't want her either. But we got her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I've just been listening to too many speeches, but what what actually has she done wrong? Really? What do you got? I had this conversation with somebody the other day, too, and they tried to tell me exactly how bad this, this email thing is. No, her email a- thing. Nah. Not that, not the the DNC email thing, right? I, I don't still don't th- I don't think it's any different than my mom fucking up her email, exactly. not understanding it. I, that's what I believe. But other people are saying no, it's a much bigger deal. She might have done this. She might have done that. She and I was have. like, and I go, but I don't. You know what? I go even knowing that, even if she knew and she was still sending out classified documents, full, knowing full well someone could be reading it, I still would vote for her over Donald Trump. And I don't think she did it. I don't think she did it out of malice. I don't. I don't. I don't believe that either. But, I mean, with all the speeches going out, I mean, every time they mentioned her at the RNC, it was lock her up. I think one guy suggested that they shoot her, right? Right. Yeah. Or hang her. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, especially on that side, really fucking hate her for some reason. They think she's a murderer. They think that she's, you know, what we think about Donald Trump, they think about her. Well, so if you follow the hype, she's responsible for the deaths in Benghazi. Bullshit. She's responsible for how Syria currently is. Bullshit. She's responsible for the, the ISIS fallout, at least some of it. No. Nope. She's responsible for Libya, how things are in Libya. I mean, these are all, again, they're based on feeling, not on fact. Right. Because yep. if you look at the facts, you can't come to this conclusion. But if you listen to Trump and his supporters on Fox News, then you just get the feeling, right? Right. And my problem is, I do think that Hillary is a politician, 
the stereotypical politician. She will do what she needs to to get into office and to get things that she wants done. But it's not for evil purposes. The things that she wants to get done are actually better for the country. They're not... They're not her trying to make money off of people. They're not... I mean, she does make money off of people, but she makes money off of rich people. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Nothing, the, it's nothing like oh, Trump's university, which was taking people... Taking money from poor people. Right. I right. Mean, that was disgusting, what they did and, to and those I, poor but people. I, and I've said to people who, on the, uh, who lean more towards liberal who won't vote for her, you know, and I go, well, what do you think that she's going to do if she becomes president? Right. You know, like, what is the bad thing that Hillary is going to do? I mean, yeah, she's a slimy fucking politician. They all are. Mm. Right. Some of them want to do crazy shit, though. (laughs) On the other side, what is Hillary Clinton going to do that is going to be so fucking bad? And these aren't people who are like, Hillary's coming for your guns because they're liberals. They don't even believe that. They just fucking hate her. And I'm just and they can never give me a straight answer as to what she's going to do. It's because. No, it's, it's not for again. It is not for fear of what will be done. It's because they saw that little glimmer of hope when when the Bernie thing started to gain momentum, mm. and then to have it just fucking snatched away from you just like that, and be given the same person who has run for the last hundred years, you're just demoralized. Now you should still vote for Hillary Clinton, and you're right, uh, but ugh, it's a bitter pill to swallow. I right. understand, I, but I could listen. If this race was come down to like say like Hillary Clinton and John McCain before he went batshit crazy, <laughs> right? Because I used to like mm-hmm. John McCain. Sure. This yeah. would be this would be a tough one for me if it was Hillary Clinton versus Mitt Romney. Easy decision, Hillary. But this Hillary versus Donald Trump. I, I mean, yeah. I would vote for a bag of fucking rocks over him. Sure, he's so fucking crazy. Like sure, I just, I would probably vote for Putin over him. Yeah, like you got mm. shitty. You got to swallow that pill. We'll fu- we'll suck it up for four years and. I mean, Bernie did a lot and changed a lot. And the next four years from now, say, like, Trump does get in and we have a new <laughs> – unless Hillary tries again, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, unlikely. Like, you're going to see more something along those lines. I mean, he definitely made a difference. And change yeah. doesn't happen overnight. So f- suck it up and fucking look forward for once. Sorry. Yeah, I'll give it just a few more days. <laughs> a few Stop. more days and you guys will get your wish. What? That everybody will just give up and vote for Hillary. Yeah, I think so. You yeah. think so? You think yeah, this 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 email thing's gonna blow over? Not her email yeah. thing. The DNC. Bu- bu- Jared, weren't you here for the Bilderberg episode? Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be Hillary. You think so? We're fine. She's yeah. no, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Oh wait, you don't think Trump's part of that that group? They don't. He's too too no. gaudy. They no, won't allow him in there. He's he way is. too gaudy. <laughs> he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he even gets invited. No, he does. No, no, he's no. <laughs> Have you seen his house? His house is gold lame covered. It is uh, an abomination. Yeah, he is like the he, he. If all those gold chains that Mister T used to wear around his neck <laughs> solidified and became a person, that's what he is. <laughs> I did love the sixty minutes interview with him and Pence. They were both sitting in gold thrones. Oh my god! It was amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, then I feel I feel more comfortable then if that's the case. I, I I was curious about whether Trump was invited into these secret meetings, but they're like, no, no. he's too new money. Uh, he's, <laughs> he doesn't have enough silly. old money. He's too. Yeah, he's not. A, he's not a politician. He's not no. a leader. He is a reality show celebrity. He's <laughs> he's no more 
influential or famous that he's he's like Paris Hilton, but <laughs> without a sex tape. But what I had said earlier <laughs> that we know of oh, right, is <laughs> these rep- these Republicans in one breath can go, yes, Trump just said something that is textbook racist. Yep. And in the next breath go, but I still am endorsing him and I'm still supporting him. And they will bite the bullet because they hate Hillary Clinton so much. But it seems on on the liberal side, they're like, no, I'm not voting for her or I'm going to vote for Trump or I'm just abstaining at all. No, nope, like they will. They, they can't get on board. It'll shift. OK, yeah, I I, so. I, listen, will. man, I'm hoping for the best, but I'm, yeah, prepared I'm for the confident worst. that that will shift. And like those things, that's no big deal. You're right. And that's just part of the Republican Party. I mean. Like you guys joked last time, like not all Republicans are, you know, racist. Racist. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a party that's a number one with homophobia, sexism, racism, man, that is the party for you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. So, listen, I hope try what what's that? What right? (laughs) (laughs) So did you did you hear either Cory Booker or Michelle Obama's speeches? I caught part of Michelle Obama's. I did not see Cory Booker's. I plan okay. on watching it later tonight. Mm-hmm. Cory Booker, you you should watch it. He was man. He needs to give more speeches. Yeah, he was fantastic, and his speech was not all hype and Hillary. It was yep. we need to work together. It was. I mean, well, let's and take it a minute to tell solid. me who that is. Cory Booker is a senator in New Jersey. He used to be the mayor of Newark. Okay, the guy right. used to go into burning buildings and save people. He yeah. did that too. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah. yeah. He's great. If she had picked him instead of boring old Tim Kane. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah, Tim Kane's a safe bet. He Booker, is not lighting the world on fire, that guy. No, no. But he he's a very solid liberal. It, it, his 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 Catholic pro choice thing is, is odd, but he's on the right side, so I'm okay with it. Um but yeah, Cory Booker. I I don't think he's been around long enough is the problem. That's true. Uh, the fact that Ian didn't even didn't know who he was. But uh, his speech was fantastic. And then mm. Michelle's speech was equally as good. She was, I mean, there's some things that people have pulled out that she countered some of the things she previously said about Hillary. But her speech was done very well. And again, it was all about moving forward. And she gave a couple Trump slams <laughs> that oh, were yeah. just fantastic. Without um, even mentioning his name once. Yep. Right, exactly. <laughs> there was one that was, uh, you can't write policy in 140 characters, something <laughs> to that effect. And uh, I forget what the other one was, but yeah, didn't didn't ever mention him, but slammed him. And it was really good. I found it interesting that both during Booker and Michelle Obama's speech, the, the, the CNN camera kept panning up to Bill Clinton. Because, I mean, he is the king of the of the big, impressive, make you cry a little bit speech. He is the master <laughs> oh, He gave of that. a great one four years ago. That yeah, was, and, he, uh, and he's doing another one tonight. I, but he is really good at it. And I, he was watching the two of them very, very closely. I think he was seeing the, you know, the quality and the promise in their speech giving ability. Because you can have the best speech in the world, but if you can't deliver it like these three people can, it, it's, you know, it, it, it doesn't hold weight anymore. Right. Yeah. Michelle and, Obama, first black woman president? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she has aspirations to do that. I think she's quite done with the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but but that's but my, got my a, feeling. Booker's got a bright future, though. There's a Twitter account called Debunking Trump that <laughs> takes every Donald Trump tweet retweets it that's a lie and then puts the actual stat above it <laughs> i think you should all check it out <laughs> i should i think i will so the bernie speech did you did you listen to the to bernie speech 
No, I didn't listen to Bernie's speech either. He took his staple speech, like I saw him give the same speech many times. Once live when he was on campus here, and every time I saw him, he had... It wasn't like a rote, the same words type thing, but he had the same highlights Hmm. day after day after day. He took that speech and rewrote it in a way that said, I've talked to Hillary about this, and she's coming on to my side. She gets it. Yeah. And oh, here's okay. here's where she's moving our way. All right, next topic. The big banks. Here's where we've made progress. He, and every single topic he hit in his speeches was hit again in this speech, but he included how he's moved Hillary toward his, his side, his thought. That mm. gives me a little bit of hope, because if... The Bernie followers who don't want to vote for Hillary see that Hillary is actually going to be moving toward because they weren't that far apart. Yeah. I mean, if you look, you take the uh, what what is the uh, the the website where you go and you fill out your what you believe and it tells you who you should vote for, gives you a percentage of how how it's like your who, beliefs are. Yeah, or right, it, yeah. it's like who should I vote for dot com or something. It's really simple, but I can't remember right now. But if you go there and you fill it out, like I had, I was like 98% with Bernie and like 95% with Hillary. The, what she's actually, what's on her platform is not very different than Bernie. So the fact that he is able to move her a little bit toward him, you know, I think that can go a long way if people pay attention to that fact. Yeah, I think the one interesting one that he brought up was the Free Community College one. He said yes. that we, we came to an agreement that... Any any family making under one hundred twenty five thousand dollars will qualify for free their children for free community college. Not everyone, but under a certain dollar amount. I'm like, okay, that's a reasonable and it's a reasonable dollar amount. One hundred twenty five thousand dollars, depending on where you live. If you live in you know Washington D.C., eh, that, that's not a lot. You can live on that, but D.C. is horrendously expensive. So right, it was, it was a reasonable number. Right, if you if you make that up here in Williamsport. I'm sitting yeah. in a gold throne and <laughs> talking on 60 Minutes. But the fact is, part, is that where the woman locked the baby in the car and killed it? Oh. Yes. Very recently? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah, we just had that. It was, uh, I mean, it wasn't intentional as far as we've been led to believe. Oh, It was I, one of those things where I was, you know, supposed to go drop them off at daycare. Uh, halfway there, I forgot where I was going. Just kept driving to work, you know, parked <laughs> the car and that was that. And mm. just forgot that your child was in the car? Yeah, absolutely. If it's not part Bullshit. of your routine. If it's not part of your... Fuck you. What do you know about having a kid? Fuck you. You fucking forget that your fuck kid's you. in the car? Of course. If it's not part of your routine and... and your child... You, you could just forget your was child was in the her child. It was a child from a previous marriage from her... It was her husband's child from a previous marriage. <laughs> absolutely. I don't, I don't, I don't that buy that happen. for one second. Don't ever Good. use that okay. trump card on Check. me that I don't have a kid. Yeah, so yeah, I wouldn't know them. You don't know. You don't fucking know what you're talking about when you come to that issue. You guys always fucking throw this in my face. This is it not child rearing we're talking about. It fucking changes you, and you have such a it's, it's such a chaotic situation. She doesn't. I I am confident that this was not done intentionally. No. Okay, this wasn't meant to be on this show. I was just quickly asking. I didn't mean to derail everything. I didn't mean to get so angry. I didn't know I was so passionate about it. <laughs> you're insane. So you need you need a fucking massage. <laughs> Guys, listen. Chronic. You can throw that in my face that I don't have that I don't have a kid. I don't know, but oh, I, I just either, find so. it very hard to believe that someone could forget that a fucking four year old was in the car with them. <laughs> I just so find you think, that you, think it, you think it is more likely that all the cases of children left in cars 
that have died because of overheating were murderous parents. All I, of them. I, no, I think parents that All are of them. neglectful who are just like, eh, it won't, bo- it won't bother them. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> or they ran into a store thinking it would only take a few minutes or something like that. I just can't believe that a parent could get out of a car and not know the child was in there. Okay, we disagree on this. We don't need to talk about this anymore. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So I just want to throw this out. I, so just recently, what was it, two weeks ago or something like that, mm. there was a canine unit. Drug-sniffing dog, yeah. Yeah, drug-sniffing dog. He went up to Rockview and left his dog in the car, and the dog died in the car. Mm. Now, this guy, this is his job. This is his sole purpose in his job, is to be a canine yeah, and he'd been what three years into it, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying, people can be forgetful in murderous. different situations. <laughs> what was that? I said murderous. Oh, <laughs> or murderous. that damn dog was going to take his job, so he took it out before he got the promotion. <laughs> it's funny because on Facebook, um, I've seen a couple of posts of people wanting him to be fired because of it. You don't think he feels bad enough? Well, I can see being fired from the canine unit. Do you think all parents who accidentally right. leave their child in their car should be sterilized so they never no, have another no. child? Of course not. Right. I don't even know how you come back from that. Uh, no. Like, I would, I'd, like, I don't know. I can't even fathom it. I would just have to kill myself. I think he would, as a, the parent or the canine unit guy? The parent, not the dog. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Is anybody here a dog owner? <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't you can't even fucking comment on this situation. Shut the Absolutely fuck up, all three. No, fuck you. You don't own a you're the cat, you fucking queer. I, I, I didn't say anything about the dogs because I don't own one. <laughs> all right, I think we've tangented far enough. No, yeah. you're uh, just. So the the next thing that I wanted to talk about. Ooh, turkey. No, not turkey. <laughs> okay. Stop it. There was an interview. I think it was the first interview. It was sixty minutes in any case with Tim Kaine and Hillary Clinton. And uh, very related to secularism, Hillary actually said that she adamantly opposes anyone bringing religion into the political process. Wow. So I just wrote that down as maybe Hillary gets it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know that the Clintons are particularly religious. I can't imagine they are. No. I'm sure on paper they are. Somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure on paper that they belong to some church somewhere and go to, you know, Sunday, to go oh, to church sure. on Sunday every once in a while, but it's not For Christmas. A, yeah, they're priesters, yeah. But it's good to see that not only that, but she's willing to say, keep religion out of politics, keep religion out of making political decisions. Right, now is yeah. she saying that because she feels that it should not be involved in politics, or is she trying to distance herself from the... DNC trying to discredit Bernie for being an atheist. It's a very good question. So that that would be where I, w- I would be hesitant to say that she gets it. But she well, might. I don't know anything about her personal beliefs when it comes to religion. She I, doesn't really I, bring I, it up much. Right. No, she doesn't, which is is telling in itself. I find it interesting because, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know if it's risky. The, you know, the United States is becoming more and more secular, so it's probably a smart political maneuver. And she is a political animal. and she will, Oh, absolutely. You know, she will say what is most advantageous when it is talking about things that are not particularly important to her. I, so I don't know. When she said it, she was talking about the the DNC stuff about trying to say that Bernie was an atheist. But she did specifically say the Constitution says no religious task. That is just absolutely wrong and unacceptable. So mm-hmm. it seems like that, I mean... I don't know. Does, is that a political statement? Do you think that that is something that she would say to get votes? 
to say that keeping religion out of the political process, do you think that garnered votes? Uh, that's tough. Makes me more inclined to vote for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. I, it, it, it works on me, but I'm, I'm really, uh, I think I'm a minority in this case. Well, since she's quoting the Constitution, I mean, it, it's what she should say. Yeah, and absolutely. It's the right thing. So I, I, think I'm, I think I believe her. I think I'm on board with it. Anyway, just thought it was interesting. Thought yeah. it was an interesting twist that she didn't actually come out and say, well, this is my religious belief and blah, blah, blah. She, she just said, look, that's not part of the political process. It's in the Constitution. We shouldn't do that. Right. I, I think Cain's actually a little bit more interesting because he's, he is a, you know, every Sunday Catholic. Yes, he is. But he still believes in um, the separation of church and state. And, he you know, his stance on abortion was that I don't believe that abortion is right, but I don't have the right by the Constitution to say what is right for women in this country. Okay. I'm all right with that answer. Yeah, I can take that. Yeah. Yeah, the old adage, you have to believe in your God. I don't right. have to believe in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I like the answers. Oh, I like Tim Kane a little bit more now that I know that. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually a Christian, but doesn't want to impose it on anyone. How yeah, all Christians should be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So let's uh, let's hit, talk about Turkey real quick. So there was, I think last time we mentioned that there was a coup going yeah. on in Turkey at, like, <laughs> like at the time. <laughs> yeah. There was still, uh, you know, nobody knew exactly what was going to come of it, and we still don't. So I'll post a link to an article that has a question... Does this coup actually threaten the secular society of Turkey? Now, apparently the coup was staged by the secular party in Turkey in order to get the current president, Erdogan, I believe is how you pronounce it, in order to remove him from office because he, well, I don't know, I don't know that it's because. My theory is is because he's trying to establish more and more Islamic rules within Turkey. Um, he is promoting the building of mosques and encouraging people to go to said mosques. But I, I, did anybody actually hear what the coup, like what triggered it? No. I did not. No, I only heard that anybody who is caught denying the, the coup is uh, being arrested. And tortured. Yes. Yeah. And all of, was it all of the deans of every college in Turkey have been fired and told not to travel. And, wow. Yeah, and twenty thousand professors and teachers uh, have been told um, not to travel. He is he is he's really cracking down on anybody that is not um, a direct follower of Erdogan. And yes. I'm beginning to wonder if the whole thing was not really a coup. This was just oh, a, a, a staged coup a staged by his coup. own people, meant to fail so that he could. Marshal law, everybody, into submission? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Sneaky. <laughs> this episode has so many layers. <laughs> <laughs> and it really is beginning to look like that's the case. And it's a little scary because, I mean, Turkey is, is on the edge. Uh, it's kind of in between Western society and Eastern society and, and the Middle East. And it was kind of the, you know, a, a moderate Muslim country where you could be, you didn't ha- a woman did not have to wear a headscarf. In fact, for a long time, you weren't allowed to wear a headscarf as a as a Muslim in uh, in Turkey, but they're turning now. Yeah, That's very quickly. Yeah, and not just that, but the, apparently the there are many dozens of reports of of torture and rape mm-hmm. happening to soldiers who have been arrested, supposedly being involved in the coup. Yeah, it looks pretty extreme at the moment, 
and the number of things that are being locked down by the president are just skyrocketing. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And unfortunately, the United States is not going to say anything because we um, have the use of one of their military bases to fight in Syria. (laughs) So it's politically expedient for us not to say anything. Right. Well, they will surely emerge from this as as a new ISIS stronghold. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Every once in a while, the rhetoric of um, the Republicans gets to me because I see shit like this. And I go, God damn it, they're partly right. Damn it. (laughs) Only partly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get crazy here. Yeah. <laughs> We've already got the, the reign of President Trump to deal with. Come on now. <laughs> Over to Saudi Arabia. No. Oh. Did you see the, uh, there's a, a Saudi morals enforcer. That's his actual title, morals enforcer. He's a member of the religious police. He had worked for the religious police for most of his life, he spoke out and in articles and television appearances, he argued that a lot of what the Saudis practice as religion was, in fact, Arabian cultural practices that had been mixed up with the faith. And he was calling for some of the restrictions to be loosened, that the rules that bar women from driving, that close shops for prayer, that uh, these things needed to be changed. He said that uh, in the time of the prophet, women rode around on camels, which was much more provocative than the veiled women piloting SUVs. (laughs) So he made the statement that, look, we should allow women to drive. We shouldn't require shops to close during the time of prayer. His Twitter and social media accounts erupted with death threats. Oh, nice. So I find it interesting, though, that a person who works for the religious police would have a revelation and go, wait a minute, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Maybe we should slack down a little bit. I mean, he was immediately threatened with death, and it looks like he will be losing his job and who knows what else. But um, right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the, the idea that somebody like that can speak out. I mean, we, did ha- we do have several of the, the women in Saudi protesting, driving in protest. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to change at this point, though. I mean, the the whole, what's it called, the abaya or something, the um, the dress that women have to wear all the time or out that, when they're outside, has trained all the men in the country to be adolescent, never grow out of adolescence. They never have to grow out of the, the gawky teenage male phase that y'all went through, which was really annoying for the rest of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which, which you, 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 when you learned how to, you know, meter yourself a little bit and not be idiots. Um, these men have never learned that. They're all adolescents still. That's they interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah. it does, yeah. I mean, you were all those people. You know what kind of uncontrollable little turds you were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. Uh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and they've never had to grow out of it. They've, they can be that way for their entire lives. And once you're into adulthood, they're doomed. Women can never show the skin in Saudi Arabia. It's never going to happen until the generation changes. Sorry. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Ending nope. it on a horrible note again. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it was it was enlightening and informative. Well, let's let's bring it up a little bit. So another <laughs> thing from Saudi Arabia, they just July twentieth. Wow, I don't even know what the date is. July twentieth, they renewed the fatwa on Pokemon. <laughs> just in I case didn't you know didn't, they had an original one. They did. They certainly did. From two thousand one, 
for the card-playing game, there was a decree that said that Pokemon violates Islamic prohibitions against gambling, uses devious Masonic-like symbols, and promotes forbidden images. So it, there's a fatwa against the Pokemon, and now they re... Re-upped it for yeah, Pokemon re- Go? Exactly. So Pokemon Go is entirely illegal in Saudi Arabia. Wow. They just don't like fun. No. Generally. Generally. But to, <laughs> but, but to make it a little lighter, I want to go find this guy and tell him, Rick Wiles, he's a radio show host in the U.S. and pastor, he has said that these Pokemon creatures are like virtual cyber demons. Digital demons. <laughs> and what? he says, what if this technology is transferred to Islamic jihadists? And the Islamic jihadists have the map that shows where all the Christians are located geographically, because in Pokemon Go, a lot of churches are gyms where people can go and play against each other. <laughs> So this app allows you to track where all the churches are, and it would allow the Islamists to come and kill, track, or target, locate, and execute Christians. Oh my god, he's an idiot. And he says that the enemy, Satan, is targeting churches with virtual digital cyber demons. Has he heard of Google Maps? I just, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I just want to introduce him to the, uh, the guy who wrote the fatwa for Pokemon Go. I think they would get along quite well. Except for the fact that they probably hate each other. Yeah. Yeah, they, they would. Uh, yeah, obviously <laughs> yeah. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> but they believe the same thing. Yeah. Gah. Uh, the world is, is against Pokemon Go. Sorry. Seriously. <laughs> Topsy-turvy. He should join forces with my nemesis, Joey Salads. Oh, no. What's that? Does that guy hate Pokemon Go? Joey Salads put up a video the other day about how easy it is to abduct children playing Pokemon Go. Um, I, I'm sure it was completely factual. Just like oh, all yeah. his other... He just goes, hey, there's there's Pikachus over here. Do you guys want to come in my car? And all the people are like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then he lectures uh, them on why they shouldn't do that. Oh, Joey Salads, you're the worst. I haven't thought about him in like a month. The one thing I don't understand about um, games... I mean, I, I play Pokemon Go. Not I, I play it while we're driving in the car downtown because i can you know ooh, pokemon i don't understand what <laughs> playing at the most hazardous time possible oh i'm no, no, I'm, a no, passenger. no. I'm driving I'm a, oh yes. okay <laughs> it helps make my, my commute less boring <laughs> i love pokemon now. <laughs> i only killed three students on my way to work today it's fantastic not when i'm driving that would, that right right public service announcement it's not safe don't do it <laughs> right Understood. But I play it uh, as a passenger in the car. I, it's a game. It's it's harmless. But people are adamant that grown-ups should not play this game. What are you thinking? What are you doing? Why would you do that? I'm like, it's a freaking game, people. Lighten up. I'm embarrassed to play it. Why? I don't know why, but I won't go out in public by myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have, a, I have a friend who's really into it. There's a great spot in our town where you yeah. can sit between three stops and people lay out lures and there's a ton of people there. And everything, and um, he's like way ahead of me. And he's like, "Why don't you come here by yourself?" I'm like, "That's never going to fucking happen." <laughs> right? I'm, I don't know. I can't tell you, Karen. I'm just embarrassed to do it. Um, Are you the oldest guy out there? It feels no. like it. No way. It feels no way. like if it. Anything, if it's anything like the stop here in in town, you're not even close. I, uh, but I do appreciate that because that is the Jared that I've known for a lot of years. <laughs> yes, that is true. But I also can't stand the people who wear it like some kind of badge of honor. They're like, oh, I don't play that stupid game. Don't do stupid. 
Right. You know, and I'm like, fuck you. What? But why? I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand why it's a badge of honor, but. No, I don't, I don't, I don't no, get why it's a yeah. badge of honor. Well, I mean, I do too. I mean, it's, it, I get it in that because it's super popular and people think it's cool to rebel against something that's popular. It's just like that one friend that you have that tells you that he's never seen Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Who cares? Good <laughs> or that you. one guy who's like, I'll never watch Game of Thrones. Stop right. talking about it. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think he hates Pokemon Go, too. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, there's an um, anti-childhood thing about it, too. I mean, why can't adults be childish periodically? It, it's a, right. it's a, well, You can still have games when you're an adult. You can still play board games. You can still, you know, do D&D. Sure. Absolutely. I don't I don't I agree with you. Listen. I don't think there's any shame in that. I think it's easier now for people at least, you know, from my generation because we've been in it since day 1. Mm. Like when I was 4 years old, I had a 2600. I've uh, if this, you know, video games aren't new to me. I've been exposed to them my whole life. I have no reason to grow out of them or want to stop enjoying them. Mm. Right. But I, I think even board games though. I mean, I, I think adults would play board games with their children in you know my parents generation but they wouldn't play board games amongst themselves they wouldn't play games they'd play trivial pursuit <laughs> I, yeah yes. but that was a that's a game of you know pitting For your adult, intelligence yeah. against other people so <laughs> now listen the same people who probably are like oh my god i'd never play that stupid childish game then go and put on their favorite jersey of their favorite baseball player guy and they look at cards of that guy and they yeah. go and cheer that guy on and dress in this wacky fucking costume that nobody would ever wear in public when they cheer on their team, but people who cosplay, they're fucking insane. Right. How so, is it different? Yeah. It's not any, it's just, I don't know. I don't understand it. No. That's interesting. Now I'm really, I want to, I want to think on that a while. The the correlation between cosplay and putting on your favorite player's jersey. Well, that's an the, interesting the, cor- correlation. I hadn't thought about that before. And, and just to wrap it all up into a nice little ball, for some reason, sports involve a religious adherence to your team and i don't understand it i mean you can never be just a fan of football you're a steelers fan or you're an eagles fan and screw those other guys they're the enemy and i believe in my team it's almost a religious thing i suppose are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to play a cooperative board game where everybody wins no, i hate that no. i'm ian i hate yeah, that i hate that too <laughs> i know so and that's that's why I was like, you're crazy. That's why you got to pick a team. That's why I can't get into hockey, because I don't have a team to get behind. I just don't care. It's hard they to They keep care trying to get you to play these co-op board games, and they're like, nope, Jared's the, he hates doing that. He hates they're cheering terrible. everybody. Yeah, I'm with Jared. I hate that. And that's, that's why you need to have a team to get behind, because if you're not passionate about a win, you can't just be like, man, these guys play this game at such a high level. I'm just glad someone won today. <laughs> or Karen... You could just bet money on any random game, and every game will become exciting. Oh, my God, will it ever? <laughs> I just Who don't knew understand? I liked harness racing so much? <laughs> I just don't understand following sports to, with that adherence. It's just, it's just weird to me. But, okay, if people like it, I don't care. And if people like Pokemon Go, yeah, that's fine. I also Why should anybody them. else look down right. on me? Damn it. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to the mill right after we're done recording by <laughs> yeah, myself, do it. proudly. Do it. You do it. I've had, uh, I've had three waiters come up to me. Our local uh, waffle shop is a Pokemon stop, and they've come up to me. Are you playing Pokemon Go? I think they're just surprised that I I'm, have it up, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm, yes. Yes, I am. Yep. I suck at it, and I have like five, but sure, <laughs> I have the game up. I am shocked at the certain people I know who are playing it. 
who I just never would have thought, like people who are older than me <laughs> and people who actually have come to me before and talked to me about sports and been like, oh, did you see the game last night? And I'm like, no, I don't know what game you're talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I didn't see that. These Some of these people are coming to me and be like, hey, are, are, are you playing Pokemon Go? And I'm like, yeah, I dabbled around a little bit. She's like, I got a squiggly puff last night. It's ranked for... I'm like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's weird how some games just kind of explode, and this one is one of them. Now, yeah. I have a question and about this real quickly. And so I had heard that Nintendo's stock shot up dramatically after this game came out. And then when someone said that to me, I was like, oh, really? Okay, that's cool. And then in the back of my head, I'm like, what Why? the fuck does Nintendo have to do with Pokemon? <laughs> and then I heard just re- a couple days ago that pe- that stocks have now dropped because people started to realize that Nintendo has nothing to do with it. <laughs> right. oh. uh, is no, there any truth a, to this? They have a piece. All that, all, everything you've heard is true. They oh, okay. have a piece. It is not as significant as people thought. And the stock, the, their stock is leveled off again. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, and I didn't quite understand it. I mean, I haven't got to the point in the game where I need, I have any inclination to buy anything. So there, I mean, there you can buy coins just like any other, you know, pay as you go game. But I, I don't need to buy anything, so I'm not nope. quite sure. Yeah, I'm not. Other than catch, walking around and catching them, I don't. There aren't any other elements to the game that I'm aware of, or that I understand. So that's all I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, understand. Well, Most free to play games have some sort of uh, catch where they you get to a certain point and you're like, well, I could be doing a little bit better if I put money into it. But exactly. I am. Yeah, you know, I mean, I haven't gone anywhere in it, so. I just see it as a, a, I like playing games all over the place. And the fact that I can now play this silly little game while getting exercise, walking around, that's just a bonus. Yeah. I can't do that with my other games, so. (laughs) True story. It's a niche. (laughs) Yeah. But yes, Nintendo, uh, every Pokemon game prior to this one was licensed by Nintendo. Oh, okay. So they have a piece of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's they all. They were it's only available on you know usually the Game Boy, but on on Nintendo based systems, and and now Niantic is responsible for this. But you know for the actual Pokemon parts, Nintendo still held on to a little piece of that. So yeah, and so for any bump. any Pokemon Go players out there in the world, if you want to level up your game quickly, go onto a college campus. Holy crap! Right. It's, well, because every every building is a Pokestop, essentially. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Just about. Find your, go to go go to school, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and walk there. Yeah. So that you can hatch all your eggs. All right. I think that's all we have for this week. Unless somebody has something. Not nope. me. No. Okay. Uh, if anyone has any comments or questions or would like to ask us anything about uh, beliefs in general or anything specific, uh, you can go to theprofaneargument.com and leave a comment there. And I also want to mention the soon-to-be-named network, which we are a member of. If you'd like to uh, fill out your day with other types of podcasts, you could listen to The Prodigal Sons, Prime Defective, The Puzzle Warriors 3, Povacacy, Fresher in Parlance, or The Longbox Heroes and Longbox Heroes After Dark that are all on the soon-to-be-named network. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I am Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. Tired